it has appeared it has become dominant what has become dominant al-fasadu the corruption where fil barri in the land wal bahri and the sea why bima because of that which kasabat it has earned aydin nas hands of people liyudhiqahum so that he will make them taste. Ba'da, some of, alladhi, which, amilu, they have done, they have committed. La'allahum, in order that they, yarji'oon, they return. Zahar al-fasadu fil-barri wal-bahri. Corruption has appeared throughout the land and sea. Fasad has appeared. What is fasad? Fasad is the opposite of salah, islah. Salah, to be right and proper, to be correct. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the creation in which state? In the state of salah. Right? In the state which is right and proper. And what is it that people have done? They have corrupted it. They have caused fasad in it. What is fasad? Corruption, decay. It's the opposite of islah. So fasad has zahara. What does it mean by zahara? Zahara means firstly over here, wadaha. It has become manifest. It's not hidden anymore. It's not just a little bit. It has appeared. It has become manifest. It's very obvious. There's no denying it. It's blatant. It's right in front of us. There's no denying it. Zahara. You see, there are many things that we can deny, right? Even though they're there, but still we can, just because we don't like it, we pretend like it's not there. But fasad has appeared so much that you cannot even pretend anymore that it's not there. It's manifest. Secondly, zahara means ghalaba. It has become dominant. It has overcome. It has overpowered. Meaning instead of salah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the creation upon, what has happened now? Fasad. The effects of fasad have appeared. They have become dominant. They have become rampant. Where? Fil barri wal bahri. In the land and sea. What is bar? Barara, land. Right? And bahr, bahr is sea. So in the land and sea. Land and ocean. Dry earth as well as wetlands or any other kind of watery place or water. Fasad is everywhere in other words. Because if you look at the earth, what is it? Part of it is bar and part of it is bahr. So if it has appeared on bar and bahr, what does it mean? It's everywhere. Throughout the land and sea. And throughout the land and sea, fil barri wal bahr, it means literally in the land and sea, meaning that in itself there is fasad. And not just in itself, but also amongst their dwellers. Amongst those who dwell in the bar and those who dwell in the bahr. Meaning those who live on land and those who live in the water. For example, what kind of fasad has spread everywhere, has appeared everywhere, land or water? Hmm? Okay, for example, pollution. 
right? Natural disasters, right? There is lack of food due to drought. In the sea, there is so many disasters, right? An oil spill or anything like that, which causes so many animals to die, right? So, why has this happened? Why? Why is it that you see trouble, problems everywhere, no matter where you go? There's no part on earth which is good, which is still good. Every place has its problems. Why? Bima kasabat aydinas. The reason is that which people have acquired with their hands, meaning it's the actions of people. Ma kasabat. What has earned? Aydi. Aydi is a plural of yad. Alright? Meaning what the hands have acquired. And this means what people have committed. Alright? And why are the hands mentioned in particular? Because most of the things that we do, we do them with our hands. Right? Notice the word kasabat. Right? Ma kasabat aydin nas. Is it referring to the good actions of people or bad actions of people? They're bad actions, right? But don't we learn in Surah Al-Baqarah, لَهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ وَعَلَيْهَا مَكْتَسَبَتْ There's kasaba and there's iktasaba. Right? Kasaba generally is used for doing good. And iktasaba is generally used for doing bad. Why? Because kasaba is to earn something naturally, easily. Alright? And doing good is something that is easy. Easy in the sense that because your fitra is on it, you're naturally inclined to it. Right? Like for example, if you see a person who's hungry, begging you for some food, isn't it almost natural to give them whatever you have? Right? I remember once, somebody I know, they visited a refugee camp and it was winter, really cold, and they had gone with a certain group, you know, taken jackets and, and blankets and all of that. And they came back crying and they said that, I just wanted to give my jacket. I just want to take my clothes off and give to them. People were in such terrible condition. So it's natural, right? It's instinctive to do what is right, to do what is good. Right? And something that is wrong, like for example, killing. For example, letting a person you know, stay hungry and cold. This is something that requires you to fight yourself. Isn't it? So sin, doing something wrong, requires you to fight yourself. And this is why iktasaba is used for committing sin, for doing something wrong. But we see over here that for wrong actions, what word is used? Iktasaba or kasaba? Kasaba. Why? Bima kasabat aydinas. Remember kasaba I told you, it is to acquire something naturally. Meaning the fitra of people has been corrupted so much. They have become so morally depraved that they do wrong things without even thinking. They have become so used to doing wrong that they don't even have to think about it. You understand? The actions that were considered unacceptable, absolutely wrong. Now, it's like second nature to many people. They do it so easily. They do it so naturally. They sin so naturally. Bima kasabat nas. So when the sins of people have become so rampant, people are more used to doing wrong than they are used to doing good, then of course the effect is going to be They're going to see the consequences. Why? Why has fasad appeared? Why has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let this appear? 
لِيُذِيقَهُمْ In order to make people taste بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا Some of what people have done. Meaning the disorder, the problems that people witness in their lives, in the world, any kind of problem, whatever it may be, it is so that people see the consequences of the wrong that they have done. But notice it is not the entire consequences. What is it? Ba'd, some of. Because the entire consequence, the entire retribution, where is it going to be? In the hereafter. Because this world is not Darul Jaza. It's not the home of recompense. What is the home of recompense? It's the hereafter. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ And why is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us the consequences of some of our deeds? So that they may return. So that they may go back to Allah. They may do islah. They may repent. They may fix the corruption that they have caused. What do we learn in this ayah? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the creation upon islah. Right? We learn, for example, in Surah Yasin ayah 40, that لَشَّمْسُ يَنْبَغِي لَهَا أَن تُدْرِكَ الْقَمَرِ وَلَلَّيْلُ سَابِقُ النَّهَارِ وَكُلٌّ فِي فَلَكٍ يَسْبَحُونَ The sun, moon, night, day, everything is working, functioning in perfect order. Why? Because we cannot reach there, right? We cannot interfere with the night and day, the sun and moon yet. Right? And because we cannot reach there, this is why they're still working fine. But human beings, right? Because we have free will, if you think about it, of all the creatures in this world, who has free will? Human beings, right? Man and jinn, these two have free will. And this is why for us there are do's and don'ts. Right? Why? So that this world can function with islah. Now when we don't observe the do's and don'ts, when we don't follow the rules, the laws that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, then what will happen? The natural order will be corrupted. Then corruption is going to spread. There will be decay, there will be fasad. So the main thing is that when we follow our desires, instead of the laws that Allah has given us, then what will happen? There will be fasad. There will be corruption. Alright? Because in Surah Al-Mu'minun, Ayah 71, Allah says, وَلَوْ اتَّبَعَ الْحَقُّ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ لَفَسَدَتِ السَّمَوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضِ If the truth were to follow their desires, then the skies and the earth would be corrupted. Meaning corruption is a result of what? People following what? Their desires. So the appearance of fasad is a result of our own actions. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has bestowed us with blessings, He has shown favor to us from the beginning to the end. Right? And that's entirely Allah's favor. Alright? And when it comes to any suffering that we experience in our lives, any kind of evil, that is due to Allah's justice. You understand? That is due to Allah's Justice. In Surah An-Nahl, Ayah 61, Allah says, وَلَوْ يُؤَاخِذُ اللَّهُ النَّاسَ بِظُلْمِهِمْ If Allah were to punish people for their wrongdoing, مَا تَرَكَ عَلَيْهَا مِنْ دَابَّةِ Then there would be not a living creature, not a single living creature on the face of the earth. So, fasad, evil, is a result of what? Evil is a result of our evil. Don't blame Allah for it. But sadly, if you think about it, any problem in the world, who is blamed for it? 
God. Isn't it? It's as if we are so perfect and we are so deserving of everything good from the beginning to the end because we are so perfect. If anything messes up, if anything goes wrong, it's not our fault. Go ahead. Some people use the proof that, oh, so the world is in such a bad state, why doesn't God do anything about it? And so they use that as a proof to not believe in God. But Allah is explaining to us that, no, that's not the case. He allows it to happen because it's our own fault and we need to see the result of our actions. Exactly. And I was thinking once, uh, my daughter, she showed me this video about uh, the turtle, she eat the straw. No, no, the straw went in her nose and she was bleeding and they tried to take the straw out. And I was, uh, subhanAllah, who did this? The human being. They throw uh, straw in a river, yeah. they throw tissues in the ground. They, that's what we do too. We, may Allah forgive us. We yeah. have to be careful what we throw in the ground. Yeah. You know when you put cereal in your bowl? then what happens generally? It, it will collect to, you know, to the center, right? Especially if you're stirring it. It's going to come to the center. And anything solid that you put in liquid, what's going to happen when you stir it? It's going to come into the middle, right? So you know in the Atlantic, there is a whole, you could say, swarm of garbage the size of Texas. The size of Texas. This garbage is coming from where? From who? from us. You know, seriously, I don't know how to even talk about this because it's just common sense. You know, I mentioned to you that documentary addicted to plastic. Since then, I've stopped using plastic wrap in my kitchen. Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me istiqamah. I've stopped using it because every time I would take it out, I would feel guilty. This could kill a creature. So I've had my last plastic roll since like ages now. Alhamdulillah. And before, I would have to bring one in every other grocery trip. Literally. Now, I have to store the food, for example, put something away. Why not get a container which has a lid already? You understand? How long is it going to take? It's not going to take very long. But why, you know, use and, and produce so much plastic, killing Allah's creation and eventually harming our own selves? Right? Remember that fasad is of two types. One type of fasad is fasad hissi. Physical facade, meaning that which is related to the dunya in worldly matters. Like for example, diseases, pollution, earthquakes, natural disasters, famine, drought, wars, bloodshed, all of that. Right? Related to worldly matters. Is there any shortage of this? Right? We learn about ships sinking and planes crashing and earthquakes happening and sinkholes appearing and whatnot. It's rampant. The other type of fasad is fasad marnawi. And you could say that this is related to people's akhlaq, deen, basically in religious matters. Right? Lack of peace, lack of security, there's fear, there's grief. So the message of this ayah is that if you see any kind of trouble, any kind of problem in your life, in the world, blame no one but yourself. And this is why to fix your condition if you want change, if you want things to return to normal, then reform your actions. Begin with yourself. Change is not going to happen just by talk. It's not going to happen just by thinking. You have to create the change. How? By fixing yourself. In Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 168, Allah says, We tested them with good times and bad times that perhaps they would return. So the reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us all of these consequences 
whether it's in the form of an earthquake or anything like that, why? Wake up. Think about what you're doing. Think about what's going on in the world. Think about what's going on in your own family. Any kind of a sad. Even if it's, you know, a child being very problematic. My mom's teacher, anytime somebody would ask him, you know, tell us some wazifa, you know, something to read. Alright? Some kind of ruqya. So that my child, you know, starts eating properly. How many mothers have a similar issue that my child doesn't eat properly? I think every mother can say that. Even if you've got teenagers, you've got the same complaint. She will eat nothing but biryani. Right? I will cook fish, I will cook chicken, I will cook this, and she doesn't touch it. She just wants biryani or nihari or this or that. If it's not that, then nothing else. Right? So every time he would say, go feed a poor child, go feed a hungry child, and your child will also eat. It's because we are neglecting sadaqah. This is why we're experiencing trouble in our lives. We are doing some kind of facade somewhere, some kind of zulm somewhere, and its consequences we see in other aspects of our lives. Because everything is connected. Right? And remember, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us the evil consequences of our deeds, this is not that Allah hates us, that Allah wants evil for us. This is also His rahmah. This is His mercy. Because look at the end of the ayah. لَعَلَّهُمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ So that they will return. So evil trouble in our lives is a chance for us to wake up, to reflect, to turn back, to fix. Recently I was watching this video somebody shared with me. This man who has cancer all over his body basically, he was saying that I have been blessed with a gift. He described cancer as a gift. Why? Because it opened his eyes. So this is how we need to view problems. They are a gift because they wake us up. So when we are shaken, when we're touched by anything harmful, then at that time, don't get upset with Allah. Don't get upset with others. Be upset with who? No one but yourself. And work towards Islah. And those who do tawbah, those who work towards islah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also aids them. So what's the message of this ayah then? That as long as we will contravene Allah's laws, as long as we will contradict, we will go against Allah's laws, whether those laws are kauni or they are shari'i. Kauni as in related to worldly matters. Or they are shari'i meaning related to religious matters. As long as we contradict Allah's laws, what will happen? There will be fasad. There will be fasad. And the only way out of that fasad is what? Rujur. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ Rujur. Go back. Go back to what? Go back to original. Go back to nature. Go back to Allah. And this is the reason why Allah shows us the consequences of our deeds. So that we go back, we return. So let us learn a lesson from this disorder. And what should we do? We should go back to fitrah. We should return to Allah. We should return how? By tawbah, by islah. And take a lesson from our current state of affairs. And also take a lesson from history. So in the next ayah, Allah says, قُلْ say, سِيرُوا Travel fil ardi in the earth. Travel through the earth, meaning go and witness and see for yourself different parts of the earth. 
and especially examine fanzuru then look at what kayfa how kana it was aqibatu consequence of who alladhina min qabl of those from before meaning of the people who lived before you what was their consequence go and see it for yourself what was their consequence their consequence was destruction what was the reason it was their own actions and especially which crime kana aktharuhum most of them were mushrikeen ones who associate partners with allah so why was their devastation to such an extent that entire civilizations were wiped out and really if you think about it any part of the earth you go to what do you learn about long time ago such and such civilization lived over here right and now what remains is just their ruins So why was there this devastation to such an extent that entire cities, entire nations were wiped out? Why? Because of their own fasad. Because of their own fasad. So the disorder was so much that when people did not fix themselves, when they did not learn from their corrupt affairs, that we have to go back, we have to change something, we have to return to Allah when they didn't do that, what happened? they were destroyed because of their own fasad so their fasad caused their destruction their fasad caused what their destruction i mean if you think about it if a person is constantly harming his body right if a person is constantly harming their body by eating junk by eating food that is destroying their body instead of strengthening it what's going to happen eventually what's going to happen What's going to happen to that body? Tell me. Huh? Just sickness? What's going to happen? Just disease? Eventually what's going to happen? Death. Isn't it? When fasad, you see it grows too much. When there's way too much fasad, way too much disorder, then the thing expires basically. Right? It finishes. It's destroyed. So if this is true for a body that if it's corrupted to a great extent it cannot survive anymore then this is true for a community also this is true for a nation also this is true for our soul also that when we corrupt it with sins then what happens to the heart it dies it dies literally when the fitra is disturbed so much then what happens it dies when a body is corrupted too much then what will happen to that body it cannot survive anymore i remember when in like uh, late elementary school learning about uh, pompeii in italy um destroyed by mount vesuvius but we never learned um like what how exactly what the city was like before then and then i remember in high school taking um an ancient civilizations course and we learned that like 100 years before the eruption happened it was like a very quiet very catholic very calm city and just like a few years a few months before the eruption happened is when um it started like uh, things like prostitution gambling drug use like very very common and it became like the city was just getting worse and worse and worse until it got to this point where the whole population was destroyed in one night yes. like just one night you can see in museums like um bodies that are literally still in like mid running like from the lava yeah In Surah Al-Ankabut ayah 40 we learned fakullan akhadna bi dhanbihi then each we seized because of its own sin because of its own crime fa minhum man arsalna alayhi hasiba amongst them were some on whom was sent hasib a storm of a shower of stones 
وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَخَذَتْهُ الصَّيْحَةِ Some were seized by blast, by noise. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ خَسَفْنَا بِهِ الْأَرْضِ And some were swallowed by the earth. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَغْرَقْنَا Some were drowned. وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَظْلِمَهُمْ Allah did not wrong them. وَلَكِنْ كَانُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ يَظْلِمُونَ They wronged themselves. If you look at the example of Fir'aun, because مَنْ أَغْرَقْنَا Those who were drowned are mentioned, right? Fir'aun and his people, how were they destroyed? Their own facade, right? If they had let the Bani Israel go, would Fir'aun have to follow them into the ocean? No. And then when he saw the Bani Israel crossing, alright, and the sea open, that should have taught him a lesson. But his facade had gone to such an extreme that he went straight in, and what happened? That caused his own destruction. Right? So in this ayah is a warning basically. Because sometimes what happens is that we are suffering in, in a particular way, and we kind of mention our faults, right? Our sins, our shortcomings, in a very proud way. Right? Like for example, there is a serious problem in our body, but we don't acknowledge it, that we are the ones causing it. Right? Like for example, the doctor tells you, if you do not exercise this much every day, if you do not do something about your weight, if you do not do something about your diet, such and such will happen. It's a severe warning. But then what do we do? We're like, oh, what can I do? It's just, I can't control it. You know, I can't resist it. I'm just too lazy. This is destructive for a person. Isn't it? For our health, it's destructive. So likewise, sins, they are destructive for our soul. And remember, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us taste the consequences of our own faults, this is not His injustice. This is His justice. It's for the purpose of waking us up, opening our eyes. So go look at the earth, look at the different people that were there before you, and look at their consequence. كَانَ أَكْثَرُهُمْ مُشْرِكِينَ Especially what you will notice is that most of the people, what were they? They associated partners with Allah. So we see that the disorder, the facade that had spread amongst the people of the past was both hissi and marnawi. It wasn't just hissi. It wasn't just physical facade, physical disorder, wrong use of worlds, you know, resources, oppression, and all of that. It wasn't just that. It was also marnawi, and worst of all, shirk, associating partners with Allah. Now what we see is that both types of facade, hissi and marnawi, remember that they usually coexist. There is a connection between them. Alright? Worldly disorder and religious disorder. There is a connection between them. Both coexist. Alright? Because remember that ayat kawni, alright, ayat kawni, meaning the world, the creation that is around us, what does it do? Does it connect us to Allah? Does it? Yes. This is why in Surah Al-Rum, over and over again, we learned, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ Because they connect us to who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? And this connection with Allah, what does that do? It makes us conform to ayat shari. That is what makes us conform to Allah's laws that He has revealed. Alright? And as long as a person is connected with Allah, and he is conforming to shari laws, right, Allah's orders, then what will happen? There will be salah, there will be reformation, there will be correction, and there will also be baqa. Then there will be people, communities, they will last longer. They will survive longer. Alright? And the opposite of that, fasad in the creation, and fasad in the deen, this is something that causes destruction. 
Because sometimes we think that a people are destroyed just because of worldly reasons. There was an earthquake, there was a volcanic eruption, there was a flood, and this is why the entire civilization was wiped out. Or we don't acknowledge that at all and we say, you know what, if there was an earthquake, these people must be very, very sinful. No, it's both things. It's both things. It's our sins that remove us far from Allah's mercy. That take away Allah's protection from us. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. Right? It is our sins that creates a barrier between us and the mercy of Allah. Right? So it's always both causes. So if we want our reformation, then we need to reform ourselves in both ways. In the worldly way, as well as in the religious way. If we want to progress, if we want to survive, if we want to get somewhere, if we want to last, if we want to continue, then there's something we have to do, a change that we have to make. In which way? In our worldly matters as well as our religious matters. In both ways we have to do islah. Let's listen to the recitation. وَهَرَ الْفَسَادُ فِي الْبَرِّ وَالْبَحْرِ بِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِ النَّاسِ لِيُذِيقَهُمْ لِيُذِيقَهُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ قُلْ سِيرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ فَانْظُرُوا كَيْفَ كَانَ عَاقِبَةُ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِ كان أكثرهم مشركين 